You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From Los Angeles, California, and Maria Menounos, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. Spotlight On is a long-form interview series featuring actors and TV personalities. And now, from the world's number one TV after-show platform, this is AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of True Blood Spotlight On. I'm your host, Kristen Carroll, and with me I have... Hey guys, Scott Moore here. And of course... Hello everybody, this is Sarah Stratton. And our special guest today, I'm so excited, we have the very lovely and talented Carolina Wydra, who plays Violet. So excited to have you on, because we're not just going to talk True Blood, of course, obviously, we will, but, I, you know, you've done uh, Crazy Stupid Love, you've done House MD, Justified, I want to know about all of these things, but first let's get to True Blood. Okay. <laughs> so, Violet, this season, it's funny, she's gone through kind of a change, we've, we've learned more about her and why she had Jason kind of keep away from her for a little while, you know, making him wait. How has it been playing her kind of evolution and learning more about her? Did you know at the beginning what her background was? Well, it's funny. I feel like Violet is kind of, um, last season she was a little bit misunderstood by audiences because when she was holding out on Jason, um, a lot of people were really angry at that. And I'm (laughs) like, well, if you're really a woman and if you really got a chance that a man could satisfy you all day long anytime you know without doing giving anything back we're pretty amazing <laughs> um but uh yeah she's changed i think you saw her in prison and she she had a certain persona in prison and then you she's outside of prison and she's in this you know in, in his world and um and you get a chance to see that she's you know she's a fighter she she really stands for what she believes and mm. she doesn't you know in episode three the whole you know conversation they have about kids you know and what it means to her and for her it's just like it's there's no time when there's war there's no time for emotions it's time to get up and fight and you know do what's right mm-hmm. um so it's been a lot of fun there's like a there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things that happen um tonight things happen in episode five and Cool. We're going to find <laughs> out. Yes, You're going to find soon. out. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. makes me nervous because the last mm-hmm. few people we've had on have died. So now I'm really nervous. <laughs> Don't put these no, thoughts no, in my head. No, I'm not putting those thoughts in that. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, this no. is the time you're going to break your angel of death thing here, Kristen. This is going to okay, be Okay, this you're is going to be the one. It's more like it's halfway street. through, you know, it's the season, so things start to change. Yeah, okay. But it doesn't mean it's... You know, death doesn't mean anything. I mean, technically, Violet's dead already. So maybe we're safe. Mm. All the other characters Mm -hmm. were humans. Very true. True. Mm -hmm. Very true. So she's escaped that fate. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I have a question because Violet, you've mentioned her as a fighter. And she's kind of put on par as the strong counterpoint to... We've seen, like, Bill. We've had Eric. And they've been kind of our, like, violent male vampires. How do you think (laughs) she stacks up to them? Like fight status like strength status like who's gonna win in a fight between the three? Oh, well i mm-hmm. want to say violet <laughs> of course 
and I'm Eric not right say, now. Well, Eric, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think it, it comes down to also like you know, in True Blood, it's all about how long you've been a vampire, and you, that's mm-hmm. how your strength comes. And she's 800 years old, so she's definitely stronger than Bill. Mm. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, and Eric, but not pre- Eric. Mm-hmm. But pre Hep V. Yeah. Eric mm-hmm. is now infected. Exactly. So maybe she is kind so of like I would the definitely strongest vampire him. around. <laughs> Out yeah. of everyone, she's winning this battle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. I got to ask now, uh, working with uh, Ryan Quantine, when we had uh, Dale Raul, who plays Maxine, and she was saying he's oh, kind of a... Mm-hmm. She's so she is. Nice. I was so... To, I know. I know. To do that. I do know. Do you feel bad? <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. It you was, should. Just like apologize like, to her on set. Oh, <laughs> let me gut you. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. She was really sweet. She was very, uh, she was very understanding and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> she was understanding. You know, I had to kill her, but you know, I'm okay. about to kill you. She's, Hope that's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, she was saying that Ryan's kind of a bit of a jokester on set. And since mm. you have so many scenes with him, has he ever pulled anything on you? Not on me. I mean, I, we we laugh all the time. We you know we we uh, we joke around all the time and and tease each other and and uh, we have a blast. We've always had a blast shooting and uh, not me. We, they, he does it to other people, but I wanted to prank him this season so bad, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do it. But what I wanted to do was some. He had he had a, I guess someone that really liked him follow him a little bit, and I was gonna like. Do notes, write notes on his on his, and put it on this on his car, you know, so, <laughs> and leave like objects. And I never got to it. You but still I wanted, time. I really wanted. I thought it would be funny. Like we leave like weird poems of like Somebody, devoting my love of like you know like some stranger just being <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone gotten him back? Oh yeah. Okay. People have gotten each other back on the show for right, sure good. in a really great way. It's it's just so much fun. Everybody's just so so fun. <laughs> And what? no one is like, no one, it's not a serious set. It's just everybody's just having a blast. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. it probably kind of has to be that way because so much of the show is serious. Mm-hmm. That if you stayed yeah. in those dark mm-hmm. moments for right. so long, probably might be a downer for the, like the months. Like, and people talk about how we well, the show Especially this night, season, it's like cold. people are dying and it's like, you know, it's, it's so, it's, yeah, no, it would be very heavy and depressing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Set if everyone went with the flow of it. Does that um, camaraderie? Is that mostly between the cast, or is also the crew involved? Is it just a giant party? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I want to join. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's a, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's just we're constantly laughing. We're constantly uh, well. Now it's it's done, but when we're shooting, we're just constantly just just cracking up and doing silly things. Mm-hmm. And Did it's so I miss that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's rare you don't find that where it's that much fun to be on the set and everybody's involved. Mm-hmm. How did you when you came onto the show? Obviously, a lot of the cast have been together for years. How was integrating into that? Were they? Did you have to? Was there any initiation <laughs> hazing? They or... made me like eat stuff like uh, soap. <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know the dark truth of what's going on in True Blood. No, it wasn't like Everything that. always seems so happy except I for the like toad. a True Blood keg stand or something. Exactly. Yeah, like, imagine that'd be awesome. I wish they had something like that. If you pass the test, like you're cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. you can stick around. Yeah, you can hang out with After all the cool so kids. Long. Don't they have that frog thing though? I'm gonna get the, the toad. Name. Oh, the, the toad. toad. That's I did is. get one. Oh, you did. I did. And what I do? Oh, I spilled. I had my tea and I spilled my tea. 
Oh, no, in episode four, actually. Uh, it was hilarious. So in episode four, when I say, um, when Suki's covered in blood and I'm supposed to go and take her into the water and I say, like, I got it. There's some, I think Alcee says, somebody get her, take her. I'm like, I got it. So when we were rehearsing, so uh, Ryan says, it wouldn't it be funny if you kind of, like, fell on this rehearsal and, like, kind of, like, bumped into her and, like, you guys fell... I was like, ha, 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 it would be kind of funny. <laughs> so then I do it. Well, I say, I got it. And I run and I literally brush against her and I just tumble <laughs> and fall. <laughs> I didn't hit her. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't um, I didn't push her or anything. But it was just, so, I mean, everyone was just laughing. It was so funny. I was just like catching midair, just like, oh, and tumbling. So Ryan did kind of get you on set. I feel like he planned that. <laughs> Mentally, he did. Mentally, he's he like, did. if this yeah. goes according to my plan, <laughs> he gets really in people's yeah, minds. So this is the kind of stuff we talk about before doing a rehearsal mm-hmm. or a scene. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny if blah blah blah? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Do any of those takes ever actually get used? Like, do you find things in rehearsal that you think are funny and then make it into the actual show? Uh, like mistakes? You mm-hmm. mean? No, not rehearsals. I don't think. No. No. All planned. Okay. What about well, like improv really lines? Right. Sometimes Ryan right. does that the most. Mm. He comes up with some great stuff on the, like he just does things. He'll out of nowhere he'll just um he'll just do something great and you're like, "Whoa, okay." Right, working with Ryan, you have to be very present cuz he'll just end up doing something and it's <laughs> amazing. He's I, so alive. It's wonderful. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. a fun scene partner. Keep you, up with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you've had some like really fun scene. Was there anything that you were nervous to do because you have action scenes, you had the car scene with Ryan, you know, that, that was, was that was uh quite nerve-wracking, yeah. <laughs> I'll say. Um when being Violet outside, finally lets it. Yeah. yeah, I think being outside and like at one point um I think we're rehearsing and neighbors out of nowhere come out like what's happening here like, <laughs> oh my like, god <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your favorite scene that uh that you did as violet favorite yeah. it's hard to say yeah. um i really enjoyed all of it so i there's stuff that that um that comes up in episodes six and seven that i like and they it's it's hard to say i, I really i enjoyed all of it I think most of my stuff is with Ryan, so it's, for mm-hmm. me, it's just like I just love working with him. So we just, you know, I just enjoyed the process of that. So I don't have like this is my scene, yeah. you know. Did you like being in the cubby where you initially were for like for the prison scenes? How do they film that? Oh, that yeah. was so, that was that was difficult. <laughs> I was like, Can't, that was that looked hard. Yeah, that was difficult because it was really small. It was like really we're like in the tiny space to give it that feel of um, being in there. And you, you, the way you just have to position yourself, and it just was quite uncomfortable. Yeah, it becomes probably very technical because yeah. it's all about. Yeah, it does. And that seemed claustrophobic. I'm yeah. just kind of imagining. Exactly. Away. That's like, why I mean, that one sticks open. with me. I know. I'm like, I was gonna ask. Yeah, the side is open. Okay. Right? So, so you, you blocked in this. Okay, way, good. The side is open, and <laughs> yeah. Whew. But then you like you have to take small. So you have to get yourself on on top of him and like get yourself in the position and. And to get out, it's kind of difficult because you're like, wait, oh. it's like so awkward. But it looks so comfortable and casual. It's great. They make it look fantastic. And that was one of your first scenes with him, too. And one of the first days we see you. With, I think it was with the things. Oh, the, with the things. But I think yeah. the first scene with him is when I tell him how what's gonna how it's gonna what's go going down. down. 
when he <laughs> sits there at the table. I think that's the first thing we had. Oh, was that the yeah, yeah. One? And then that one. Yeah. How do you like talking with the fangs? <laughs> did you have to go through some warm-ups? Oh, my God. So I didn't think about it because I was like, oh, I'm just going to put my fangs in. It's going to be really easy. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that monologue with my fangs in. And I was just like, <laughs> they keep coming. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so weird. And you have a lisp and you hear yourself talking. Like, I'm so not sexy. I'm trying to be sexy, but I have a lisp. And they keep coming out. Like, <laughs> like meaning, like, on top of my, you know, like, I'm talking kind of like this, yeah, you know. <laughs> they probably poke your lip, too, so you're hurting that a little too, bit. Yeah. That, too. And, um, yeah, so uh, it was interesting. It, was, it, it took me a little bit to get used to them. Now I'm fine. Now I can easily talk in them. You just can't. <laughs> You just can't think about it. You just got to do it and not think about it. And yeah, now you just wear them out wherever you go because you're so used to at night. I bring, them out. Yeah, I, yeah just... I just bring them out at night. <laughs> I'm like, Violet's here. <laughs> now, were you a fan of the show before you yes. joined it? Yes. So, um, how did this come across your desk or your agent's desk? Or... Um, I don't know how it came across their desk, but I remember they called me and they said that there's a part of um of Violet, and uh, if I want to read the sides and going on, and I said, of course, yes, yes, of course. And um, and I went in and I met with Bucky, who's the showrunner, uh, Brian Buckner, um, the writer, and a few other people. I mean, at the time, I didn't know who they were. And uh, and there was a bunch of girls in the waiting room. And I remember I was listening to um, to MIA Bad Girls. That was <laughs> my prep song. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a good song, right? Mm-hmm. Bad girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just getting myself pumped because it was the scene, the prison scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and I was really nervous. And then um, I walked there. I remember I was just like, you know, just just forget it. Just just go in there and have fun. And I did it. And and then they were like, thank you. And I was like, okay, thank you, okay. Um, and I and I walk out, and the casting director comes back, uh, runs after me. She's like, do you mind coming back again? I was like, okay, sure. So they gave me a few notes, and I did it. And I hear someone going, wow. I was like, oh, God, I guess that went well. Um, <laughs> I guess that's good. Um, and so um, and so I walked out of there, and, and then a few hours later, like the next day I got a call like they're, that they're interested, and then the day after they're like, it's yours. Wow. It was amazing. So I just could not believe nice. it. I was like, wait, what? What did you, you know? do next when you found out? Did you call anyone specific? Um. Like I texted like mass text probably like all my girlfriends <laughs> like we have there's like a four of us uh, um, there's Katrina Karina Carolina and Marta <laughs> I love it <laughs> like four of us <laughs> and then we're all European uh, I'm Polish Karina's Ukrainian um, Katrina's Irish and Marta's Spanish so it's like a European little um, four of us so we always whenever we get a job we're the first ones to text each other like you know uh, that something like that happened uh, so I texted them and they were the first ones mm-hmm. they were the first ones and I was really excited and uh, I, I did I did I did uh, tear up when I found out I was really excited yeah. and then if you're a fan um, of the show yeah, that, yeah. and, and I talked to Brian Buckner on the phone and, and he explained to me what's you know that um, it was the first it was a guest star and it was going to be series mm-hmm. regular and and all that and he was just wonderful to talk to and I was just like oh my god this is this is incredible this is incredible <laughs> you mentioned that you had a, um, a pump up song is that something you typically go to like for auditions or for specific I do. characters I do I have a song for different characters has bad girls stayed consistent for Violet it changed mm. what is it now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it now um, 
I can't remember because I remember <laughs> just bad girls. Um, I don't was remember. Was it another like? No. I don't know. How was that? Because you found out more about it the changed. character. I think, I think I have like a playlist for Violet, but I just can't remember right now. Because I think you asked me that, and my brain just went. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Blank. No worries. But yeah, I do. I for, for auditions, I have songs, and for certain scenes, I have songs. Um, and emotional scenes, I have songs mm-hmm. to get me in that headspace. Um, do you just have? Do I you, have? I have for episode eight, a, a seven and eight, a song, but I can't tell you because you know what happened. <sighs> That's I just can't. Wait, so it means you don't die tonight? <laughs> yes, oh, no, she caught you. <laughs> she <laughs> caught you. I'm just really excited. No, Chris is had breaking the streak here. <laughs> It's been hey, a terrible maybe I streak. Do. It could be flashbacks. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. It could like be, Tara yeah. died too yeah. with the mom. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend you don't. In my head, she yeah. sticks with <laughs> Do you divide it by? You mentioned that each like character you do kind of has a specific maybe playlist, even songs. Mm-hmm. Do you also have ones for certain moods, or do you? How do you come across these songs? I I, I love music, so I listen to music a lot, and um, and you know I feel like music is such an incredible. Uh, impact on us physically mm-hmm. it just does mm-hmm. something to us when you hear that right. song you're like oh my oh my god <gasps> you know um so when i experience that listening to a song i put that in one of mine in the back burner of like you know being like wow this affected me in this way so then when i need it i know i can go there and it has that effect on me again and again mm-hmm. that's so, awesome yeah right. where do you For find most of your music are you a radio listener do you find from friends like- uh uh i Pandora, um, on searching online. Do you have a favorite like style of music? I don't. I don't. Me neither. I I'm, always, like, I'm always just fascinated yeah. when people listen. I'm not to. a fan of yeah. house uh, house music. Like, uh, uh, I don't like that either. Yeah, like that's not. Yeah. You can't dance to that. I feel like I need, I need something to move to. Well, house is just more like. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can get really pumped though. If you're you playing can. like yeah. you're playing like a bodybuilder, <laughs> right? And you're ready to like go. And you're, you're like, ready to move. music. I feel like that would be the right headspace. So I want to talk a little bit about your background. Speaking that, did you grow up with a lot of music? Um, well, my father was always, um, he was really into the three, the, the three tenors and into like mm. Pavarotti, um, Plastico Domingo and the third one, which I'm forgetting right now. Uh, but he loved, uh, classical music mm-hmm. and he loved opera. So I, we listened to that all the time. Um, but to like grow up in some kind of like special music background, no, mm-hmm. no. Were they, were your, was your family in the arts at all? My father was an art teacher. Oh, okay. Yes. My father was an art teacher in Poland, and my mother was a math teacher. So my brother ended up being the brain, and I became the artist. The artist? artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how it's that so works funny out. How that no, works. I do. I love that. And, fu- and funny enough, my brother loves house music. He loves it. <laughs> I love my brother so much. We could not be completely opposite. Like, the kind of movies I like and the kind of movies he likes it's it's very it's very interesting when did you kind of discover that you were more on the artistic side um i I, i've always when i was in poland i used to do whenever there was some kind of you know kind of performance theater thing i always did it and i used to draw and write poetry when i was little and i always had to make something with my hands embroidering i know so it was always there 
reciting poetry and like was in the competitions to do that. Oh wow! Yeah, I was. I used to like represent my school. Yeah, how young were you when when you were reciting poetry? (laughs) About Uh, so I came to America when I was eleven. I was probably like nine, ten, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. What brought the move from Poland to America? My parents came in '91, and uh, and there was the green card green card lottery. And so they were, and so they were just like, "Why don't we, you know, submit like twenty applications and see what happens?" And they won. Wow! Because at that time, you could send like people were sending mm-hmm. out hundreds and hundreds of applications. It wasn't like one application per household, mm-hmm. which how it is now. Yeah. So they were just like, you know, let's do twenty and see what happens. And and they Couple. they won, and they're wow. like, "We're moving to America." And my first thought was like, "We're rich." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, then you came and you're like, oh, no. wait. <laughs> Where did you move to in America when oh you came over here? Oh, my goodness. So yep. many Are you ready for this? All, all right, yeah. Are you ready? Costa Mesa, Orange County. There. Really? <laughs> I mean, just thinking like the sh- moving from Poland to Costa Mesa it's must have Orange been. Orange County is my number one choice. <laughs> Costa Mesa, Orange County. Yes. How did they find that? Do you even know? Uh, a friend of theirs that they came here that they work for live there yeah. and so so you so up random. in California yeah. did you ever I was kind of yes yeah. I did for six years and then I traveled a lot all over the world and I lived in New York for eight years lived in Milan Australia Paris London was that for wow. modeling uh, Milan was for love wow. <laughs> there's always one place like right. that isn't <laughs> some of that some. that's a great place though to mm-hmm. I went to visit a friend and I met an Italian boy and, and we just you know just moved in. I was young, 18, 19. It's like, why not? How long right. did you live in Milan for? A year and a half. Nice. Um, and then I lived in Paris, and that's when modeling started, like 1920. And then I was in New York for eight years modeling. What came first, uh, modeling or? Well, you did obviously poetry. Right. Modeling. <laughs> <laughs> I did poetry poetry was, was actually the start. <laughs> you have to lead with that. Like, I'm actually a poet. Excuse me, I played a poetry. Would you like me to to read a poem? I hope you read one to Jason at some point before the season's (laughs) over. Wouldn't that be amazing? You could write really good poems and put those on his windshield. That was going to be part of the thing, but it was going to be really bad poems. That would have been hilarious. Just trying, you know. I've done that that once to my friend where I left a note on his car and... I wrote this ridiculous thing. I was like, I kept noticing you. I think you're so sexy. Blah blah. I can't. I can't handle it. I got to meet you. <laughs> and I left a random number. And he came home. He's like, Oh my god, look what I got. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was so excited. I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> <was> actually me. <laughs> you should be like, That's was- creepy. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, Oh, don't. What are you talking about? Rip it up. It's hilarious. Oh, stalker. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. hilarious. It was funny though. He we had a good laugh about that. You told him right away. Didn't let him I did because I felt bad. Oh. Yeah, because he was too excited. He yeah. was really excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like you should oh. write back a note. <laughs> let me help you write it. Actually, <laughs> I met someone. Sorry. <laughs> I still think you're really cute, but I mean, it's just not going to work out between us. <laughs> go back. I want to go a little bit back to yeah. modeling because. I mean, as much as love notes are fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I got it. <laughs> How did that part of your career start off? How did you get involved? Um, so I've always wanted to act, but mm-hmm. when I came to America, basically I didn't speak a word of English when I came here. And uh, I had this wonderful teacher, uh, a kindergarten teacher. Where I went to fifth grade. They put me a year back because they were worried about me doing well in school, so they wanted me to put it put me a year back, then put me a year forward. And this wonderful kindergarten teacher would teach me English every day. 
for an hour and she was it took me six months which is incredible wow. I'm still learning English um, but it took me six months and um, and so I've always wanted to act but it would just seem like such a far away world like it wouldn't it could never happen kind of mm-hmm. um, so when I was 15 I uh, I was walking in the mall with my dad and somebody uh, came up to us and said I think I think your daughter should be a model and I was like oh I was really shy I'm like oh I don't think so and then when we got home, my mother was just like, oh, my God, of course. <laughs> you know, she was really excited. Um, and then um, and then I went to Japan at 15 for two months. And um, I got an agent there. And I went there. And I came back. I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to go to school. Um, and then when I was 19, I had a friend who was doing it. And then she said, why don't you meet with my agent? And I met with her agent. And then that's how it all kind of Thanks. took took off wow. again and that's yeah. great and so your family was very was supportive of you you know going on my mom was and... yeah my mom was and um my dad my dad is old school mentality is still i mean now it's now he's like okay because things are getting better and better mm-hmm. and i'm working more and more he's just like okay this acting thing okay i'm okay with but that's he wanted so... me to be a doctor or a lawyer mm-hmm. or but your it's dad's very, the art teacher, right? Yes, but he wanted me to be some do something stable. Mm-hmm. Right? It's interesting though because yeah. I see that a lot with like parents and everything. It seems like there's like the dad that wants you to have the stable job with the benefits, and the my dad they just, always does protected. that too. You know, yeah, right? Absolutely. It's like it's like a dad protective. thing, and also they're especially with their daughter. You know, or, when you know. you're an immigrant, you have a different mentality. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want my my we, we go to this. You know, we're going to leave our country to go to another mm-hmm. country for the future of our children. Mm-hmm. So we want them to have. Those opportunities. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my brother uh, was going to be a dentist. He decided to be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> He's still good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. It's funny. For, for modeling, it. what um, you probably get to, you know, wear so many great clothes and do many different campaigns. Like, what was one of your favorite experiences? Um, I, my favorite thing about it was traveling to exotic places. Mm-hmm. Places that I could probably would never end up going that that's what i enjoyed working for designers um uh, i i i mean i did like armani exchange and that was fun to do working with uh i think it was more about working with photographers and teams Mm -hmm. more than anything and um and i've worked with some really wonderful wonderful photographers that i had fun with Mm -hmm. i mean i I don't know if if you want specifics or yeah (laughs) feel free um (laughs) Uh, I did uh, I work with Terry Richardson um, which wow I know yeah wow I know today it's a wow I know but I really I really I really like him I mean we worked many many years ago and and we're friends and I it's hard to hear the things that are coming out because I, that was not my experience ever um, mm. and uh, what is it um <laughs> No, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Do you enjoy like a specific type of shoots? Like, do you like the shoots where they do crazy makeup? Do you like shoots that are more simple and naturalistic? And um, when I did edit editorials were fun because they're the most creative uh, catalogs mm-hmm. and uh, commercial stuff. Where like the money stuff, it was fun. But the editorials, I work with. Um, I did this thing for with for Citizen K. I don't know if you know this magazine, the French magazine, mm-hmm. and um. And that was fun. It was just like big hair, super huge extensions, big eye makeup. So those were fun. Um, anytime, I think editorials were the most creative and the mm-hmm. most you can really let loose and go for whatever, which is fun. So many times now they like talk about 
you know, it's a big subject, retouching, editing. Have you ever, like, looked at your photos and been like, that doesn't look like me at all and been mm-hmm. d- disappointed or... Um, well, I don't think I ever look at a photo, to be honest. I'm like, oh, I look hot. You know, that's mm-hmm. never <laughs> that's never a thing. Um, but um, I've been retouched where they changed for a cover of a German L. They changed my eye color. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that's a little weird. Like, so that's that, not my mm. eyes. Yeah, yeah well, they made them really hazel, like really lighter and hazel. And yeah. I found that was very strange. Uh, yeah, I was like, mm. exactly. It's, like, <laughs> it's so funny sometimes. Yeah. Like, as a brown guys. Yeah, they're like dark <laughs> brown, and them. they made them a lot lighter. So that was very interesting. Um, so yeah, that was that was yeah. What was your moment where you wanted to go back to acting? Where you said earlier it felt so far mm-hmm. away, and obviously now it's not far away at all. Mm-hmm. When did that switch for you? So when I was 25, I remember I talked to my agent and my agent, um, my modeling agent was like, I really, my dream is to act. It's, it's something that I really want to do because modeling was, was fun, but it wasn't soul fulfilling for mm-hmm. me. I wasn't felt like, um, it was my passion, my calling. And, uh, and so he's like, you know, um, he's like, well, why don't you try doing commercials, taking classes, blah, blah. And so then I started doing a bunch of commercials and, uh, and then they called me and said, well, there's this short film with Mike Figgis. Would you like to go in on it? I was like, yes, please. Love Mike Figgis, you know. Um, and then I got a call back, and I had to actually improvise with him. And then I got it. And I was like, oh, and the experience is amazing. I just had so much fun. And I was like, I really... I'm like, okay, I want to do this. And it took another couple years before I, I started doing it. What was it. the title of this one? Wish, we, Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were Here. Mm-hmm. Wish You Were Here. Can it was on all the King Kong DVDs when King Kong came out. Ah, yeah, there it was like a good little story about a couple. There we go. In New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember because I, I think on, I think it's on your IMDb, your first credit listed is the Nespresso. Yeah. That's a commercial. I know. I and it's labeled as a short. And I know. I was like looking at it. I was like, is there an extended version? I know. Version? That's what I thought it's too. Like I was like, it was a weird short? thing the way it was listed. It's, I saw that. It was only a commercial. And yeah. it was just funny because, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I don't know who put that. I'm like, and also it's Michelle Gondry. Like, it's, I was it's just a like, commercial. I was like, why is this on here? I was like, I don't know who put it. And I was like, that's great. But I was like, this is confusing me. I know. I don't know why. I know. It's confusing me, too. We should complain to IMDb. Send <laughs> yeah, right. in a poem. Yeah. 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 In, the, in the form Dear. of a poem. Yeah. Dearest IMDb. We need to fix this. Yes. And I just had a question for you, like, just kind of go back to your modeling days. Did you ever feel a lot of pressure to have to be, because you said about the eye color being changed or anything, did you feel pressure about having to maintain a certain look and having to, you know... Was it a was it difficult to kind of keep an image and make sure you kept looking the best you could to, to keep doing the modeling? See, it's funny. I was always a rebel. I was a big rebel. So you couldn't if and if if they wanted something for me to be something, mm-hmm. it, it, I just end up like if they're like, "We want your hair long. Don't cut your hair. I'll go and cut my hair." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I um, I was a big tomboy. Um, in my early 20s so you know there was girls that were like high heels like mm-hmm. all dressed up to to castings and I was like my army boots my ripped up shirt you know you were already violent 
<laughs> well, Violet's a lot more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. I, I can totally see Violet in some yeah. army boots. Like, yeah. ready. Yep, she's oh, a, she's always she ready. Is. But she's ready in her high heels. It well, doesn't matter. True. She's just, like, that's ready. True. When there's action, she's like, I'm on it. Well, she kicked butt. You know, you're talking about being a tomboy. Did you play a lot of sports then? Because Violet no. played a little uh, volleyball. No, I was more of, like, a... Because uh, living in New York at that time, too, just um, I just had, like, a bowl cut. I was into Ramones, kind of, like, punk rockish rock and roll kind of uh phase going through i guess <laughs> so that was more the reason i just yeah <laughs> are you attracted to characters who are more of rebellious or have a hard streak in them um i understand them for sure uh i enjoy playing them um but i think for me it's more about uh i love playing characters with that have a purpose or they have a inner struggle they're overcoming their inner struggle. They have something, um, something to they some, they believe in something, something to fight for. Those are the characters I like. Strong so, motivations. Yeah, so it's like some they can come off as rebels or or they can sometimes. But I I, I think it's uh, I like complex people. That's what I'm always drawn mm-hmm. to. Complex and lots of layers. Mm. Yes. So you don't always understand them at first glance yes violet's like that so violet's that was like a very that. yeah violet's violet i think is a little bit do you really <laughs> i think she could be misunderstood <laughs> but she's she knows what she wants she, i mean you know it's like mm-hmm. yeah like i said earlier she she's very specific in, in her belief systems mm-hmm. do you ever get offered um roles or go into auditions and be like i don't think that there is like enough here and what do you do in those cases um, there's there's many times when I read material and and now my response is I can't honor the character. That's my response. Um, I'm not vibing with the character because sometimes you read something and it hits you like, oh my god, I got oh me and you, it's on. Like you just feel it. Mm-hmm. It's like such an interesting experience. And when you don't, then you know you're gonna be you're going to be acting, you're going to be mm-hmm. not authentic, or you don't understand this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody else is actually going to come in and be like, oh, they have that experience of like, oh, I totally get her, I totally get this. Yeah. So I pass on stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. when if I don't click with them automatically. Does does anyone ever try and, like, whether it be agents or managers, like, ever try and really push you to do something that you, like, like, no, it's not for me, I would rather do this? There was a couple times, if it's a... Uh, a big project or you know where they feel like it could be a, a good good move mm-hmm. and uh and i sometimes have to be like you know they have their idea of what would be good and sometimes well i understand but i'm not going to be good mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. i'm yeah. not going to bring um I, I just like i can't honor the material as good as somebody else will mm-hmm. so then yeah there's That's moments good. that happen like that yeah it's good that you you know yourself though that way and you can like be true to the characters that you want to portray and do connect to like and it's more about uh, well i think at first when i when i first would get any audition was like yes i'm going in Mm -hmm. yes 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 (laughs) and then you realize because you go in and you don't you want to go in on everything you know Mm -hmm. and but then what happens you go in the room and you don't do well and it doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. you're like wait then you go and then you cry in a car and you just like wow that was awful Mm -hmm. i'm a terrible actor I'm never going to work again. That's mm-hmm. most of the time that that's actors... That's like me every day. I'm like... Yeah, yeah that's how, I feel like that's how actors feel <laughs> yes, all exactly. the time. It's like yeah. you go home every day and you're like, that was horrible. 
Yeah, I'm and terrible. you're like, I'm never going to work again. My <laughs> life is over. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think it's it's better to like, you know, so I've learned the hard way where I'm just like, I'd rather say no and miss out on opportunities. But then like, I'll go in the room and sometimes like, wow, that was fun. I might not get it, but that was fun. But you had a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, you don't feel like complete. Terribly. Completely terrible. Go ahead. So one time I'm sure you did have fun was working with Hugh Laurie on mm. House. Because mm. when I... I was like, oh, I have to ask her about that because he's one of my favorite actors. How was that experience? Did he have to, did you have to have like a chemistry test before you got hired on or anything like that? No, no. Um, I didn't. I just auditioned for it. And uh, and then I had a producer sh- session and then I got it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, that, that that's how, that's how it came about. Um, but he's great. He's really, he's, I'm really lucky to work with some amazing people, like same with Unjustified, but, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's lovely. He's just lovely. I just adore him so much. He's, and I think cause like he was such a gentleman to me. I mean, he's a, he's a gentleman, but he was so uh, kind to me. And, and if there was a scene, um, where there's one where I'm like, we're taking photo shoot and I have to be my bathing suit and bra and I haven't done anything like that. Um, and he was just like, are you okay? Do you want to do my clothes set? Like, he was just so sweet and wanted to make sure that I feel safe and I feel okay. And, um, and it was great. So he's not method with his character. He's not I house think he is. set. Okay. I think he is. I think, uh, right before he needs to get quiet, but, um, he needs his space. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's lived with this character for seven mm-hmm. years. It depends, mm-hmm. depends what scene it is for him. I think if it's an emotion, I think he needs a little, to get into that headspace, house has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but he's great. Mm. He's 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 just wonderful. And he's I mean he's so talented. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Is there any people who you would really like to work with? Oh my god, yes, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> um, I would love to. I mean. The list goes on and on. Is it more about yeah. the, uh, Kate, the I mean, actor? Kate Blanchett, I would love to. I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, she's she's divine. And unfortunately, the most incredible actor that passed away, that was always my dream to work with him, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, just a heartbreaking. But mm-hmm. him and there's many directors and we have a, there's a lot of wonderful actors out there mm-hmm. that I would love to work with. Does an actor draw you to a project or a director? Like what's... What I think it's a combination. Mm-hmm. I, I think when I did Europa Report, um, I love Michael Nigvist. Nigvist, Nick, I hope I'm saying it right. Forgive me if I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved him in uh, uh, The Dragon Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. I think he's brilliant in other films. I think he's a wonderful actor. So knowing that he was in that film was just like, well, this is going to be amazing. I'm, you know, like, so, because I think when you. When you work with actors that are very talented and you know they're going to bring their A game, you know, then that's going to make you a better actor. That, that's how I learn. Because uh, I want to, you know, I'm still learning, I'm still growing. So with every job, I want to work with people that are incredible so I can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Like with Ryan, I learned from, from Hugh Laurie, I learned from, from Walton Goggins, I learned so much. So it's like I get inspired yeah, by actors and, and directors as well. Um, and then there was another actress in, in the Europe report that I really loved her movie. So, yeah, it was it was really, yeah, so that. And there's another Ryan I have to ask about, Gosling. <laughs> For all the ladies out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and a few men, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, he's a, he's a dream. 
Mm-hmm. He's a dream. He's just so. Um, we actually have the same manager. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and we had the same agent, so we had the same agent, the manager. Um, and he's so you're twins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that means you can be a dream too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's. Um, he's. Yeah. He's. He's a. He's. He's. I mean, I can't even say like. You know, he's, he's, he's amazing. He's incredibly talented. He's, he's funny. He's easygoing. He's a very charming. He's, um, he's lovely. He's very respectful. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Well, we've talked about all these wonderful people. Who, um, what are you doing now or what are you doing after Trupa? Mm-hmm. What's ah. next? <laughs> um, there's, there's things in the, in the, and talks, but I can't. I can't yeah, all under wraps. <laughs> well, you can until the it's, right. Until it's right. Of course. Yeah. Can well, we have a be date? Television? Can we have a time a range? Yeah. Category? I don't know. Um, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tease. If you um, if you could guest star or become a part of one of the casts on television right now, what would you? What do you watch? Um. What would I? She want? watches True Blood. <laughs> It's the only thing I know. <laughs> no, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. Show. There's nothing else. Um, shows that I like right now. Um, well, I was going to say Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is gone. That would have been the show that I would love what to. What about I uh, got a call? Better call Sal. Sal. Oh, the how oh, they're bringing it back. Oh, that's yeah. right. They're, they're bringing that. Yeah. I'm confused whether or not it's a prequel or I'm, I don't think I'm it is a prequel confused. anymore. I think they said it. No, it is, is it not for a prequel. AMC? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're like really. I think it's I both. I think on. it kind of mixes. I think so, but I feel like present. that they had said because it would have been great to have Brian Cranston come back and do some roles, but I heard oh that it's going to be more he's of a. So great! I thought he after. makes a cameo. <laughs> but how many people were talking about how many exactly. great people? Just were like, we're just like just they're nod. amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Let's talk about some bad people now. <laughs> yeah, like, who's the people you definitely actor. wouldn't work with? Who do you hate? The one no. guy on the side yeah. who was waving. No, no. <laughs> Imagine. There's there's no bad actors in Hollywood. What are you talking about? Oh, there's about? plenty of them. <laughs> oh, just no names yeah. I had the opportunity to work with one. That's there you go. Okay. <laughs> and so, and then. Yeah. I did. <laughs> it happened. Do you think you'd ever do um, theater? Like oh, my theater? God, yes. I'd love to. Is that a dream? Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I, uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? Do you, uh, Shakespeare or just a drama, comedy, musical? Um, not musical. No, I'm not a. Um, I'm. I can't sing, so I would say no to musical. Mm-hmm. Drama, love drama. Um, have you comedy? Auditioned? I would love to. Yes, I have, and uh, it was the twice that audition was between me and another girl for mm. it, and I didn't get it. That was, that was the only two times. Because <laughs> there's some, there's popping up some theater in L.A. Oh so, yeah, there's some like good stuff. And yeah, there's, there's like the Geffen mm-hmm. is wonderful, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but yeah, I only auditioned twice for a, a play. I well, don't third time's the charm. There you go. I know. Imagine <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you lived in New York too, mm-hmm. That's which I'm going on Tuesday. It. So nice. hopefully I'll get a chance back to, to move or some, back to work. Well, no, I'm gonna go and uh, take meetings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, do that. 
Do a little trip. And do a little mm-hmm. thing. Like me see some theater, theater or anything? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And see and um, me with a casting directors for theater and do Fantastic. all Fantastic. There we go. Yeah. Scott, your third time's trying to come to pass. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many TV stars and film stars are moving to theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Tony Awards, I feel like most of the people there aren't theater people anymore. It's right. Well, Brian just Cranston merging. They're all actors. And, that's the, yeah. that's the yeah. good thing. It's an incredible medium if you think about mm-hmm. it like it's it's my favorite medium as far as acting goes and and um and art because it's it's live and mm-hmm. it's happening right in front of you and when it's good it takes you on such an emotional journey that you just your mind is blown and you walk out of the theater and you just you, you just can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. it talking about it i mean that's how it impacts yeah. me i remember when i saw um which they did a remake of it um Oh Lord, um, the last uh, Meryl Strip, Meryl Strip, uh, August, yes. There's so many vowels in that. I saw <laughs> that on Broadway, and it was mind blowing. It was yeah. mind blowing. The original cast, it was just, it was incredible. Even watching the movie, I like wanted to see the broadcast because I mm-hmm. feel like it would just be such. It re, it like, even on film, it reads as a play. It does. Like, mm-hmm. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it breaks your heart. The mother breaks mm-hmm. your heart at the end. Like, she's, oh, it's, it's incredible. What are you looking forward to for this trip? Anything in particular? Any shows you want to see? Uh, two of my friends are in, uh, in shows. One of uh, my friend, Marta, she's in a, on, a, on a show, uh, Second Stage uh, Theater Uptown. She's doing a show. Um, so I want to see that. And, um, then my friend Shane is doing, it's part of like short, short plays kind of a thing. And yeah. then the, I'm sure there's, there's a bunch of stuff I yeah. want to see that's on right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Good plans. Since, yeah. uh, we have about 10 more minutes with you. Um, okay. I always do something in my spotlight on that people usually have told me to keep up with. So it's called, um, so here at After Buzz, we're super fans and us in particular are super fans of True Blood. We want to know, a little it's kind of going to be kind of just random questions and obviously you guys chime in or something that you think of but i always start with what are you a super fan of right now like what are you obsessed with if we could ask you like what do you want to talk about what would you say is this narrowed down to time i'm butting in i'm sorry but <laughs> no, 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 is oh, this no. like targeted for like just TV, or is it like I could be a super Anything. fan, really big like, right now of my what, armband? What are you like, obsessed with eating right now? Like, what's your favorite food? Oh, girl, or- I'm doing this <laughs> this diet right now. That's not that I need to because I'm trying to lose weight. But yeah, food is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. like, stay away from that because I just yeah. really yeah, want an ice well, cream I, Sunday, I, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm a, <laughs> Well, I am obsessive about one thing is like eating normal food. Uh, but uh, it would be if I could have something to eat right now, it would be um, egg and cheese sandwich. Ooh, yum. Like, I would just like. <laughs> you are aware still it's like healthy, 7 though. o'clock. Oh at my night. God. I know. It doesn't matter. You can That's never go wrong with breakfast want. or you can I never go wrong with egg, egg and cheese. I do too. All the time. You can never go wrong with that. Ever. That's, I'm all about it right no, now. I'm just I would like, have to put saliva. You'd have to at least put the bacon on. Sure, we could do it. Okay. I'll join if there's the bacon. If it's just egg and cheese at 7, I'm like, save it for breakfast. When you go to New York, cereal. What's one of the first places you go to? Just in general. Oh God! Um, it could be a place. That it, just there makes is you my happy. my favorite cupcake place. Um, it's on Rivington, and it's um, sweet. Is it called Sweet Vicious or something? I forget the name, but it's on Rivington, and it is the most incredible cupcake place in the whole world. 
Since we seem to be playing the favorite I know. game, yeah. I remember favorite, favorite food country, game. <laughs> I d- favorite country, yeah, and why? Oh Lord, I, I know. I don't have a favorite country. <laughs> Poland, no. Um, favorite country. You just Lord. got points from your parents for yeah. that. That was yeah. good. Mom, Dad, Poland. <laughs> um, favorite country. Um, what favorite place that you visited? Been to so many, so I many. I know it's hard to narrow I'm down. Seeing the racking of the memory, <laughs> it's really the hard to looking up and just being like, huh. "Where's some place you haven't gone to that would be next mm. on your list?" My dream, Antarctica. Yes. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It costs seventeen thousand yeah. dollars. No, but it's, it, and it's also <laughs> you looked it up. Yeah, it's the boats though. Are you about the National Geographic? Yes. Yeah. All I know is they deport from New Zealand, and they're seventeen thousand oh, dollars. Okay. Well, you can do like, the one from South America. That's a little bit less. We get to go across on that boat. That everyone gets seasick because the waves are so rough. And it's I'm like, a National oh. Geographic. Yeah, you have to take. Somebody told me that they went, and you have to be taking adrenaline yeah. nonstop and be in your room because it's so violent yeah. that you can't even walk. So you just lay there for like 12 hours. Isn't that where Alexander Skarsgård went? He should give you some tips, right? Mm-hmm. He should have hooked you up. Hello. Right. He was there with Prince Harry, too. Hello. <laughs> Come on, Alexander. Get on that. Yes, he did <laughs> not get hooked up. He's slacking. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason behind Antarctica just because it's difficult? I just think it's a magical place. There's just something so remote mm-hmm. and magical and just, you know. I think I saw the Werner Herzog documentary do you, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. It's about Antarctica, and there's just it just I don't know, it just made me just, just want to go there. Yeah, and I want to explore I'm more of Africa. I love Africa. Her mm. motivations are so much better than mine. No. My motivations to go to Antarctica is I was like, I could claim my own colony. <laughs> if I brought <laughs> enough like, people, I own country. I'd have more people there than anyone, and it could be mine. Like oh, it's yeah. not, okay. and you will be you will, well, you will be queen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like, like it. That's, it could totally happen. It could. That's good. If I just brought like one boat of people, we'd have more people than the entire continent. So it would be, be hard. Like, it would be hard to no, live there though, I'm like in that. Control of you. <laughs> Do as I say. It would totally work. <laughs> so you have a much better heart yeah. than I do, obviously. I just want to go and explore. I want to see yeah. penguins. I want to like do all like that would be cool. You know, right. on sort of penguins in their natural habitat. Yeah, exactly. Untouched, unspoiled. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I want to go, incredible. and because it's, for me, like you said, it's just like to be able to check it off the list of like, oh, I went to Antarctica, and not everybody goes there. And also, like you really get in touch with yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like Probably. you just gotta You're, go in and like, yeah, a little more privacy than I'm sure you yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No phone, you can't be like, hey, dudes, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> a penguin. Yeah, yeah. another Imagine penguin. <laughs> you know, it'd be amazing if we go and like, and then there's, there's actually Wi-Fi and internet, of and course. we can be like. Instagramming and Instagramming the whole time Snapchatting everybody. from <laughs> Imagine That'd be amazing I know you touched on I'm gonna go with Antarctica must be so beautiful that it can't be captured with my iPhone and it would just be and I would be anti that well, you'll ban it as queen so you won't be able to Nobody can I'm have really glad everyone's on for this queen of Antarctica plan yes really we're on I'm excited I'm bored you're like, talking about I know you're an animal fan what's your favorite kind of animal and you've got two dogs what? i have two dogs i'm obsessed with them <laughs> they're just the greatest thing ever um i love uh horses and whales do you ride horses usually do you- mm, i've done it a, a few times and it's just been such an incredible experience I, lo- mm. I mean i would love to learn how to ride a horse better and um i would love to own one if i had the money mm-hmm. you know and 
have a ranch. What you need is a film project. Hello. Mm-hmm. That's riding a horse. <laughs> Hello. And, yes. then and they train you. Um, agents. You work. Agents out there. Yes. She would like a horse, horse film. riding film <laughs> where you will train her. And she will. It would be great. And maybe there can also be some penguins in there. Yes. And, and a whale. And a whale randomly. Yes. You gotta have well, a whale in there. You, oh, we don't have time, but I'll tell you this story that happened to a friend of mine with a penguin, but we don't have time. It's a really funny story. We got, we got Oh, a, now you're telling us that eight, and you're gonna just tease us about six or seven minutes. <laughs> so a friend of mine in, in Washington DC, um, she was, um, it was her friend that told her the story. So she, uh, she took her son to the zoo. It's like a, a zoo in DC and there was another friend that had like a play date. And they go, and um, and her little boy all of a sudden disappears and comes back soaking wet. And she's just like, what happened to you? And, and he's like, well, nothing, Mom. He's like, no, you tell me right now. You're soaking wet. What happened to you? He's like, nothing, Mom. He's like, if you tell me right now, we're going to take you home. So he's like, nothing, Mom. They get home. <laughs> they, they send his friend home. And he's sitting there. She comes. She leaves the room. Whenever she comes back. And in his backpack, he stole a penguin. Oh. <laughs> So he went fishing for a penguin? Wow. Yes, he stole a penguin. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of awesome. <laughs> he scary. stole a penguin and put it in his backpack. Wow. His tiny little backpack. How do they like bring that back? How do you make Oops. that he call? Put it, How do you explain that? The like, penguin jumped in my backpack penguin. accidentally. Well, he just like, yeah. That's the story. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, I would have done great. a better job, but we're running out of time, so I just made it no, really quick. That's great. still hilarious. It is. It is. Yeah. I just want to... My questions would be... One, how do you explain that when you take it back? Like, so how, you said that it, how do you do that? It, it put in my like, backpack accidentally. Like, yeah. <laughs> it jumped in. A video of like, that where too. is this kid yeah. now? What is he doing? I, I know, now? right? I want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want, he's a hacker. He's a child. He's a cluppet. He lives in Antarctica amongst yes. the penguins. Of course. When you go up there, he'll be one of your. I'm totally going to like make him like my, like, I don't know, second command. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. Oh, this yeah, was thank you so much. Was this is really fun. Thank yeah. you so much. And I'm so great to have you. And again, I've talked to you briefly on the red carpet. So it's great to have you in here. Thank you. For the show. We can't wait to yeah, watch it. And I know. You Ooh. said, hoping to break that streak right. of guests in. Uh-huh. So thank you guys so much for watching mm-hmm. Spotlight On. I'm Again, I'm Kristen Carroll. You can find me on Twitter at KristenCarroll13. And I'm Scott Moore. You can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. And here for Thursdays with Defiance After Show. And you can find me here at AfterBuzz TV and also on Anatomy of a Movie. And Carolina, where can the fans find you? <laughs> on True Blood. <laughs> on True Blood. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, no Twitter or anything, right? I don't have Twitter. I only have, um, I only have Instagram for fun. But I don't have Twitter. I don't have Facebook. I don't do social media except Good Instagram. Yeah. What's your Instagram? Kaywydra. Kaywydra. Great. Yeah. You guys got to follow her on there. And thank you guys again for tuning in for a special Spotlight On. We'll see you next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 